I would like to start this episode off by acknowledging that this podcast is being recorded on the traditional lands of the Boonwurrung people of the Kulin Nation and pay respect to elders past, present and emerging. Hello everyone. Welcome back to Buy Yourself the Flowers. I am, I'm Ash Dowdle. It's Ash Dowdle. I feel weird saying like, I'm your host, Ash Dowdle, because I really don't, (laughs) I don't want to be that person. Um, I just kind of want to show up and chat shit. So hello, um, I'm back. I know I haven't shown up properly for a couple of weeks. Um, It just hasn't felt right for me. It hasn't felt aligned. I've been going through a lot of stuff in my personal life and, um, you know, I just feel like I would be such a hypocrite if I was to be on here preaching all of this stuff about alignment and then, you know, sitting here recording things and an episode that didn't feel aligned um, with me at that point in time. So living my truth as much as I speak it is very important and that is what I'm trying to do. So today I actually started out my day quite sad. Um, I've had a trauma or like a a wound come up for me that I didn't even really knew know existed um, in regards to like my younger sister who I haven't seen since I was like 16 I reckon um, we you know had six really great years together I fuck like I just wonder like where she is now what she's doing I wonder when I'll be able to see her again um, if I'll ever be able to see her again and things like this so that's come up for me in the last couple of days. And then this morning I was quite sad, but I still got myself up and off to my PT who I fucking love. Um, I swear to God, I don't know if it's like so much PT or if it's like, she's my psychologist or, or what. Um, but shout out Chels (laughs) for just being my rock each week. Um, and then I came home, I was still kind of flat and I, you know, when I'm flat, I put on a podcast. I, because that's what I want to do, right? Is I want to record podcasts. And so when I listen to someone else's podcast and I hear them go for it and absolutely speak their truth, I'm, I feel inspired. And that's what's happened to me today is I've listened to someone's podcast and just thought, I want to go and do that and be that person too. So I'm back. Um, you know, still, even though I had a really sad morning, I've managed to get myself back up and I feel great. I feel clear. I feel like I know what I need to do in this episode, which is really good because the last couple of weeks I've just been like every time I talk. Um, so yeah, I guess like the thing that I wanted to go through today is basically about like how I believe looking after ourselves at this point in time is literally an act of rebellion against the government, the system or the society that we live in. It is literally designed to keep us sick. It is literally designed to keep us poor and never reaching our true potential. And for so long, I was honestly just a victim to this system. Um, You know, depression, anxiety, um, never having like fully good health, always being bloated, always being congested um, and things like this. And then since really taking control of my life and my day-to-day things, um, I have seen such a shift in like my mental health, in my physical health, in my spiritual health. And I just want to talk about that. I just want to remind you all like that, you know, that we are living in this time of complete uncertainty about all of our futures. It's like previous to this, 
even though our futures could never have been certain and we could never really have planned for what was going to happen, I mean, like, look at the current world, it felt like our futures were more certain. It felt like these plans that were in place were, like, real and true and going to happen. Um, I don't know if anyone else feels like that, but, like, I mourn the life I used to have before waking up because, well, I just thought I was going to have, like, this normal laid out nice life um and then you wake up and you see all this fucking shit and you're like oh my god that's no that was like where'd that life go where where'd that (laughs) where's that ash's future gone because now it's like well what the fuck's gonna happen but our futures were never guaranteed we like nothing was ever certain anyway i think it's just the the way that the world's playing out and makes you feel very uncertain And so the one thing that you can do at the moment is go fucking hardcore at looking after yourself. Like this whole going to the doctor one way or the highway method of healing and treating our symptoms is fucking ridiculous. We are all completely different people with different lives, different backgrounds, different, you know, financial situations, different stresses, different beliefs, different like religions and values and everything. And it's like, it reminds me of when I was like 15 and I went into the doctor's office and I'm like, I've got acne and I'm probably going to start having sex. And then that doctor probably put every other 15 year old chick who walked in there fucking with acne and wanting to, you know, um, he put her on the same pill. And then it's like, you didn't ask me about my lifestyle you didn't ask me about my background about my diet about my general health and like where is this thing where a doctor puts you on a prescription medication and says look your body's going to take a little bit of a beating from this or um or whatever and I recommend that you go and see a naturopath to best support your body and best support your mindset during this time that you're on this. Like, where is that? Why is the doctors, why is this medical system one way or the highway? It's like, you know, we, we talk about healthcare. That's not healthcare. Doctors know fuck all about health. They know about like medicine and pharmaceuticals and disease. And they know about the body. They know about science. I'm sure they're incredibly smart. But if they can't tell you a single thing about energy, when energy is first and foremost, the number one thing that we should be like looking at, then I don't know if they know anything about health. Um, so with that, like I am on a mission to heal myself because I believe through healing myself is where I will truly be able to help other people heal. I want to push the health of my body, the health of my mind, the health of my spirituality, my connections and like to the land and to spirit and to people to the absolute boundaries. I want to know like what the fuck is this human life really all about? Like how how far can we go? What can we really experience once we become this connected whole person? And so that's, I guess, what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to let's start, break it down, go into a few things about how you can start really looking after yourself and taking control of your life right now. Don't, don't wait. Don't delay. Don't be a victim. If you are anxious, if you are depressed, if you are sick, if you have an autoimmune disease, there are so many modalities of healing. Like, you know, you go to the doctor, do they, do they ever ask you about your gut health? Do you know how many... Uh, mental disorders and physical disorders happen because of a imbalance in our gut. I don't know much about it. I, I really don't. I am really just starting to learn. But the fact that like when you go to see a doctor or a psych and they put you on meds, but they don't tell you to go and address your gut health, fucking 
oh, ludicrous. Like, can't even put into words how angry that makes me. Anyway, <laughs> um, all right. So, something that you can do to start looking after yourself at the moment is take a look around at your environment, right? So, are you um, cleaning with heavy chemicals? How can you, in your data, and it doesn't have to be straight away, get rid of all the chemicals. And I mean, you could, if you wanted to do that, get rid of all the chemicals and find like low tox ways of cleaning. But, you know, are you cleaning with chemicals? Are you putting chemicals on your face, on your body every day? Perfume, deodorants, um, like deodorant has aluminium in it. And you're putting that on your armpit, like your closest glands to your breast. Do you, you know, can we see the... I don't know, the, the link between the potential of putting fucking heavy metals on a place where your glands are so close to your breast and the rise in breast cancer, um, that's just me, you know, thinking out loud. That's not scientific or whatever. That's just me, you know, connecting two dots that potentially could be connected because that's what we do, right, is we question the truth. We question science because if we're not always questioning, then how do we ever like develop? How do we ever grow? If we're never questioning anything, we just live this like one line tunnel vision life. Anyway, so chemicals, fucking have a look at your life and start teetering those chemicals out because it makes such a difference. Like your toothpaste, fluoride free toothpaste blows my mind that there is fluoride in our water and fluoride in our toothpaste and we're told not to swallow our toothpaste spit that shit out but fucking here drink two three liters of fluoride filled water a day (laughs) anyway all right smoking um smoking drinking you know these are all toxins in your environment how much are you drinking is there a place in your life where you can cut that down a little um i'm not here to be the fun police whatever you need to do to have fun that's fine but is there a place that you can cut that down and then that goes into you know eating healthy um how much processed food are you drink uh, how much processed food are you drinking how much processed food are you eating are you eating whole foods like are you eating you know i don't care what kind of diet you're on or what what your diet is or what your lifestyle is. But like, you know, if you're eating processed foods every day, fast foods every day, then you're not looking after yourself and you cannot expect to have good physical health and good mental health and good spiritual health. If you're not like your body has everything it needs to be whole and be happy and be healthy, but you need to be giving your body the correct stuff to, you know, make or like get it to where it needs to be. You need to be giving your body the correct nutrients, the correct, I don't know, fucking energy, all that sort of shit. Sugar, sugar's another massive one. How much sugar are you having in your day? Um, You know, I um, recently, because we were watching the cricket, we were watching TV and um, it's like, now that I'm awake to all of this stuff, I almost really just can't even watch TV, but I'm doing it because, you know, Shane loves cricket. I actually like watching cricket too. So we're watching cricket and you get like, you know, an alcohol ad. And then the next couple of ads, you get fed a Barocca ad. And then like, you'll see a fast food ad and then you'll get fed a dietary supplement like Benefibuck because guarantee people who consistently eat fast food, you're probably not shitting that great. Like your, your guts and your insides probably aren't going all that well. So it's like, here's this thing that's going to make you sick. And then here's this like that, you know, it's going to make you sick. It's 
eventually. And then we've got this magic solution. Here it is that we are going to make money out of. It's not a coincidence. Like this stuff is a very cleverly planned out series of events that occur on your TV screens. There are no mistakes there. The the way that they market, the way that they advertise, if they do that the right way, they make money off you. They make money off the stuff that makes you sick. And then they make money off the stuff that supposedly makes you healthy. (laughs) So just something to be mindful of. Um, Your environment, your artificial light, your phone, your screen time. How can you cut that down? I'm fucking horrible for this. Um, I really am. I'm really bad at the moment. Like, you know, I lay there at night when I'm trying to go to sleep and I'm like, don't grab your phone, don't grab your phone, don't grab your phone. And then grab my phone. I'm like, you. Um, But I'm working on it and I'm aware of it and I'm trying to change it. So that's something that we need to be looking at too. Can you reduce your artificial light? Can you reduce your screen time? Can we put on, you know, locks or whatever to make sure that we are not going over a certain amount of time because it's fucking bad for you. Um, Stress, our environment. Stress is Like, are you going through your day, waking up, going to work, coming home, doing the dishes, doing the washing, um, going to the gym because you have to, got to cook dinner for the family, like get like half an hour to yourself where you're just like fucking so everything's going on in your mind. You don't have an actual time in your day when you just sit in the quiet and be quiet and just enjoy your own company or whatever. And I know that we've got shit going on, right? I know that we've got jobs. I know that we've got families. I know that we've got chores and gyms and like family to keep happy, friends to keep happy. But at the end of the day, everything you're doing is a choice. You choose what you do in your day, regardless of if you believe that. Everyone's, you know, I need to do this. I need to do that. No, you actually don't. You don't need to do anything that you don't want to do. Every single thing that you do is a choice. So if you are constantly busy, constantly stressed, that is a choice that you are making. And that's a really hard truth to swallow, but it's fucking true. There is, you know, there is, you control your life. No one else is in control of your life. Only you are in control of your life. So I guess with stress comes like getting proper rest, getting proper sleep. Now, you know, you should be getting like whatever. I know like I fucking love like sleep. So I sleep like eight, nine, 10 hours, but then I know people that sleep like six hours and they feel good. And if you wake up in the morning and you starting your day tired, then how can you expect to feel better? How can you expect like throughout your day that you are going to feel good? If you're not getting the correct sleep and you're actually not taking time to rest, how can you expect to feel good? Um, so if you, you know, if you can sit down, get in the quiet, turn the TV off, read a book, go out in nature, water your garden, um, just do things that is just like rest that, um, lets you relax and just be alone with your thoughts. It'll make you feel a lot better sleep. If you're having trouble with your sleeping, um, you know, there are so many ways that you can, you can help this. There are, you know, you can go to a naturopath to find a natural remedy. You can burn um, or like uh, one of those fucking things called diffuse like lavender and essential oils. You can get like natural sleeping tablets. You can do meditations. You can do breath work. You can journal before you go to bed so that all of your need, like anything that you need to think about or talk about or 
whatever's on your mind can get down onto that piece of paper and be forgotten about until the next day. Um, you know, if you're not taking time to actually focus on getting proper sleep, then that might be an area that you need to look at. The next one is like water <laughs> and hydration. So making sure I personally don't have a water filter. I've been using a copper bottle, but I am in the process of looking at water filters for both my shower and my kitchen tap, because I would like to get all of the toxins that aren't for, you know, that aren't positive positive or good for me out of my water. Um, But another thing since going to the naturopath is that I have always been really good with my water intake. I, you know, have two, three liters of water a day. But when I went to my naturopath, she told me that my, like I was dehydrated, my cells were dehydrated and that like I wasn't cleansing my body. I wasn't able to detoxify my body because I was dehydrated and I was like, I don't get it. I drink so much water. Like I'm always weeing. She's like, yeah, it just goes straight through you basically because I wasn't getting enough salt. And so something that's helped me is in the morning, uh, you you know, you either get like Celtic sea salt or is it Celtic, Celtic sea salt or a really good quality salt. Go to the um, health food store and find a really good quality salt. And every morning I just like lick my finger and dip it into the salt and just have like a little tip of my finger of salt and that helps your cells to retain the water and properly detoxify so for me that's helped a lot because prior to that my you know my liver my everything wasn't functioning correctly because I wasn't hydrated enough and therefore it couldn't my body could not clear the toxins out of my brain and that's why I was experiencing brain fog and anxiety and depression well it's one of the reasons (laughs) I was experiencing brain fog depression anxiety is because my body wasn't able to retain moisture and she was dehydrated. I always, it actually always, now that I think about it, like I always had dry skin. Um, you know, I had like bad psoriasis on my scalp. I've like, oh, it's been a journey. Um, but yeah, like I notice now that I feel more hydrated. Like before, if I would get thirsty, I would literally be like, if I don't drink water, I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> Does anyone ever get that? Like if I don't have water right now, I feel like I'm genuinely going to die. Um, whereas now it's just, it feels good. It's fine. <laughs> um, so I guess water and then we've kind of covered eating, but definitely like for me personally, I've started doing um, intuitive eating and I don't know much about it. There's definitely some good accounts on Instagram and stuff like that to follow but eating intuitively is eating what feels good for your body so first and foremost I listen to my body is she hungry yes what does she feel like eating uh I just feel like some fruit this morning or I feel like a piece of toast this morning or I feel like just a smoothie is fine you know like you you listen to your body and then I have the smoothie and then I'm like what else not okay she's good and then I when I'm hungry again I eat again like Eating seems to be so habitual and because we're in this nine to five life, it's like breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. Um, And I guess like with the intuitive eating, it's kind of just tied in nicely with fasting. Um, I don't really do it on purpose. It's just more I, you know, have dinner at night and then I don't really eat till 12 o'clock because I'm not hungry till 12 o'clock. And so I've got that whole period of fasting. And when you fast, you allow your body to properly digest because throughout the day, if we're having, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, and all this kind of shit, you're just topping 
your digestive system up constantly and you're never giving your body like time to like fully pass through everything out of your system because when it can do that it can get to other things that it needs to get to otherwise it's just spending a whole lot of time trying to digest and doesn't have much time to get to anything else and that's my very basic understanding of it definitely go do your own research before you take any of my information on that um yeah so healing your body i guess with like the food your environment your sleep your water and you know looking at your gut health um fucking huge guys the amount of stuff that is related to your gut health the fact that gut health isn't like the number one thing that doctors and psychs and all of these people talk about blows my mind like it's so backwards it's so wrong like when you're healing your body and you're healing your gut your thinking gets clearer like I am genuinely more clear and my like you know, I'm more sharp than I used to be. I used to feel like I had this cloud around my head. It was always foggy. Um, And I guess like, you know, through going for me to a naturopath, we've worked out that my, you know, my liver was never functioning properly. And that dates back to when I was just chucked on the pill and just chucked on Rakitane fucking seven times. And I remember getting a blood test at the doctor's and then going back and getting my results. And he was like, oh, your liver function's not really that good. And then I remember like leaving and calling my, and I probably should have asked questions, but I was like 22 years old and I was like, I just didn't really get it. And then I called mom and I'm like, oh, like the doctor said that my liver function's not good. She's like, okay, so like, what did they do? And I'm like, um, like nothing. (laughs) I don't know. She's like, well, what do you mean? Like, did they tell you to go get something or like, is there, you know, like a supplement or something that you, and I was like, I don't really know. And then I just forgot about it. And then I go to my naturopath fucking like six, seven years later. And she's like, your liver isn't functioning properly. And it hasn't for a really long time. Um, like it's, it's function. I think she had like a one to 10 scale and mine was at a two. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, like definitely go and find the ways of healing because through going to that naturopath so we've got my liver that wasn't functioning properly which was then affecting my ovaries and my small intestine had um, a buildup of bad bacteria so my gut wasn't um, you know working properly and through working on my liver um, that's a lot to do with why I've kind of stopped drinking as well I just want to give my liver a break Um, through working on my liver you know and taking my supplements and eating more whole foods and having the salt so that the water can properly get into my cells and into my body and properly detoxify we are really starting to see some progress with my body and it's long and it's slow because it's a lot of years of damage. Like I had been drinking since I was 13 and binge drinking. Um, and then, you know, going on Rakitane seven, six, seven times, which is Rakitane. Oh God. Like if you look at the fucking signs and symptoms, you literally have to sign a declaration to say you won't get pregnant because if you do, the baby will have like severe health defects. Okay. Well, if the baby's going to have severe health defects, what the fuck does that mean for me? I developed a heart condition on that thing. Um, so just like, yeah, healing your body guys, really incredibly important. And it's like the one way you can take back your power. As I said earlier, like this system is designed to keep you sick. They want you to be sick because they make money out of being sick. So if you rebel against that and you look after yourself, you are literally rebelling against the system. And I fucking love that. And I am proud of you. Um, 
So another thing that has been helping me when I'm feeling down, when I'm feeling sad is like, what can you do for other people? What are you doing anything in your life that benefits not you or your family, but benefits like the world? You know, are you helping in any way? Do you donate to a charity? Do you volunteer? Do you um, spread awareness on something like on Instagram or Facebook that you're passionate about? Um, because we're living in a in a time where people are complaining about the world a lot. No one's really all that happy. Like, I mean, we are, but the world is trying to make us unhappy. And so through helping people, through helping a situation bigger than yourself, that not only, it's like selfless, but it's also selfish and selfish in a good way. I think we're taught that being selfish is a really bad thing. There is a really good side to being selfish, to knowing that like what you want to do and what you want to be and who you want to be, that's number one at the end of the day you can be selfish with that stuff, but it's also selfless because you are giving up your time, your um, money, your energy to a cause greater than yourself. And that really helps. It helps. All right. I'm just, <laughs> let me see my notes. Um, yeah. So find a way to help, find a way to help a situation that is bigger and a greater cause kind of outside your life or something that you're passionate about, something that you love. There's so many things that you can do. Um, But yeah, it's about like taking the action. You know, we're all sitting here and we can all whinge and complain as much as we like. But if you're not taking genuine action on trying to help the world and create a better world, then you're just, again, a victim to the system, a victim to society. Um, Okay. So you've got like healing your body, right? And healing your body, I think is like before I healed my mindset, I started healing my body or not healed my mindset. I have a long way to go. But um, before I started working on healing my mindset, I started working on healing my body because if you're working on your mindset, but your body can't support you, if you're, you've got toxins running through, heavy metals running through you, um, how is your mind? Like, as I said earlier, I had toxins in my brain. I had brain fog. That's not something I could have mentally got out of, um, unless I had a really, really strong brain and mind over matter and shit like that. But it's not, it's something that I had to go and kind of have a look at my body, have a look at my gut health before I could really properly work on my mindset. Um, So I've like through doing, you know, yoga, meditation, journaling, um, breath work and getting a mindset coach has changed my life so much quicker than I ever thought possible. Um, I have been able to start healing my mindset, healing the the trauma that's within me. You know, like this morning I, um, you know, was sad about my younger sister and now I'm here telling you like, you know, I know now that I have the ability to deal with these traumas and these emotions. I don't shy away from it anymore. I know that I'm strong enough. Like everything that has happened in my life has happened for a reason and everything I'm dealt is because I'm strong enough to deal with what I've been dealt. Um, So having a look at your mindset, if you are experiencing, you know, anxiety, depression, all of that sort of stuff, start doing the hard work. Don't run away from these feelings. Don't run away from the trauma. You need to sit in it. I think in one of my episodes, I said how Anna Richards had, 
you know, said that she would not be putting a trigger warning on her episodes. And I really do want to adopt that because for me, you know, Shane brought up my younger sister and then all of a sudden I am triggered and I'm like, well, now I know where I need to heal. Now I know what part of me needs work and love and support. And so just getting into the deep, dark depths of yourself and just starting to do the work, starting to pull yourself up when you're you know, we all fucking have these things that we've learned from society and you, you've got to call yourself out on your shit. Call yourself out on the behaviour. Be like, do I actually think like that? It, was that actually my thought or was that just something else? And then get to the bottom of that thought. Like, um, yeah, don't delay healing your body. Don't delay, delay healing your mindset. It's part and parcel. They are, you know, you're one. You're everything this whole body is one, even though we put them into categories like your body and your mind. It's still all one. It's all one person. Okay, so relationships and your family and friendship, um, all the ships, <sighs> things are hard right now, right? Like we are thrust into situations that none of us want to be in. We did not ask for this. We did not ask to be thrust into a situation where we potentially fall out with friends and family members and, you know, lose our partners because we have differing opinions around the world. You know, like for me, Shane was going off every single day. He listens to the radio all day. That's where he gets his information. Me personally, I was, you know, at home being mindful, doing all of this work on myself and um, seeing things online, but I... I decided early in like or mid what early 2021 to just turn it off from it all a little bit and like not not go into that side. I don't want to listen to the news. I don't care about the case numbers. And then through that, I've started to like have my own realizations about the world. And then the vaccine shit started coming in and I was like, ooh, this is like a deep gut feeling and it's not something I could have ignored. It was like a, even if I wanted to, there was not a single fucking chance in hell I was getting that thing in my body and I didn't know why. And in the beginning, you're trying to explain it to people like friends and family and you're like, I just can't get it. Like I have friends that are very science background and it's like, well, they're like, oh, well, you're going to put people in danger and rare, rare, rare. And I'm like, I know what you're saying. Like, and I, and I get it. And I, like would fucking like not love but there is a part of me that's like fuck like I just would have loved to have been the person that can go and get it get on with their life live their life working all that sort of shit but I can't I can't do it no matter what like it makes me cry thinking about it because like no it wasn't a conscious decision it was like something deep within me that was like fuck no and so to be thrust into these situations with your loved ones that's really hard. That's a really hard situation to be in. None of us asked for this. We are all in this together though. It is all like we are all experiencing it. Every time I speak to friends, family, um, like the, the other day, my neighbor, she, they've been trying to get back to WA for 18 months to lay their grandma to rest who died 18 months ago. And before she died, she said, um, don't have the funeral until you can all be together. Do you think she knew that that was going to be fucking at least 18 months down the track? And God knows how much longer. Like none of us wanted this. We don't want to fucking be here and be doing this. Um, so I guess like some tips, some tips, you know, it's not all doom and gloom on 
I guess like what has helped me in my relationship, like, you know, me and Shane coming from two pretty differing opinions to now be working on our relationship, finding the understanding, finding the compassion, the love, the respect. And so the first one is find the common ground. So, um, uh, like, so for my friends in Perth, you know, I've been like talking up or speaking up on social media for a really long time. And I found that my friends in Perth, they don't get it. They don't quite understand it. Um, some do, and I have some really incredible friends in Perth, but so there's some other people where they, they don't get it. They're very much, um, you know, it's selfish if you don't get the vaccine, all this kind of stuff. And then the other day when the um, Mark McGowan, he delayed the border opening from the 5th after he said he would, and now to get into WA, you have to have three jabs. You have to get your rat test, like a rapid antigen test, a PCR test, and then still isolate for 14 days. And I've seen some of these people starting to post shit on social media. And so for me, that's our common ground because that fucking pisses me off too. So let's talk about that. And then you can slowly like work backwards from there. Oh, you think like that about that. What do you think about this? And find the common ground. Don't just immediately write each other off because you're not hearing what you want to hear from each other. The beauty of the world is that we all have different opinions. We can all learn something from each other. We need to drop this like, I'm right, you're wrong, my way or the highway, because that's just not how it is. You can't know everything about everything. No one does. If you think you know everything about everything, then you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, finding that place where you can understand each other and relate and then work backwards from there. Like if you, you know, I'm feeling sad, I can't go to WA, I'm unvaccinated. I've got friends that are fully vaxxed. They're feeling sad. They can't go to WA. That's our common ground. We're both feeling sad. We're both feeling scared at the prospect of like never really knowing when we'll be able to see our family without having to get another jab, um, all these tests and isolate for two weeks. And I think it's really important if you're having issues in your relationships, your friendships and your family members, and these people mean a lot to you and you want to try and salvage that relationship, as long as these people aren't like full on hurting your energy, you know, being absolutely closed off to even speaking to you, you know, I think there's, you know, a point where we need to fuck the facts, fuck the science, fuck the data, fuck the professionals, fuck, fuck everything else going on. Tell me how you feel. How are you feeling at the moment? Are you feeling sad? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling scared, confused? I'm feeling those things too. Like, I'm really sorry you're feeling like that. Fucking sucks. Fucking sucks we're all in this situation. Like, no matter what your opinion is, I guarantee we've all got our own suffering. We've all got our own struggles. We've all got things that we can find compassion, like things that we can find our compassion for each other in. That can't leave. We need that. That's what the world needs right now. You know, like someone said the other day, if you can't look at Dan Andrews and feel compassion, which I fucking can't, <laughs> um, but I'll work on it if that's what it takes. Um, like you need to be seeing these people with compassion. People are tired. People are exhausted. People are on the brink. We need to be bringing the compassion, bringing the love. If you're not spreading that shit, then don't even open your mouth. Don't even act until you can. Um, and also, where can you improve your own behavior and your own actions? For me, like I'll go into a bit of an example with Shane is um, 
he just kept saying to me, like, I can't be the man you want me to be. And I realized when he said that, that I had been like picking, being like, yeah, but like, I don't really have an example, but I had just been picking, right? I had been nitpicking the situation and being quite negative. And then one day I realized like, I'm not going to get anywhere with that kind of attitude. And instead it's like positive reinforcement. When he when he takes the effort to watch a video or when he takes the effort to read a text I've sent him and like I don't send him much because I very much respect his boundaries but like thank him and be appreciative for that because it's you know someone looking at something that they completely disagree with and trying to come around out of just full-blown love (laughs) so it's like how can I be constantly being negative about it I need to change my own behavior I need to be a bit more positive a bit more supportive a bit more appreciative show compassion for someone who is doing this stuff he doesn't want to do because he loves me and so definitely calling yourself out on your own behavior how can you improve your communication Definitely call yourself out on your own shit because you're never going to get anywhere if you are constantly thinking the other person isn't willing to come around when you're not willing to, you know, see from their perspective either. You're not willing to hear them out. You're not going to get anywhere. Um, Another thing, what? This will be the final one. Can anyone hear the fucking construction going on next door? I'm ready to go out there and punch someone. <laughs> no, I'm not because we're all love and light here. Um uncontracting yourself so for me recently I have realized you know previously I just fucking signed up to everything I confirmed those terms and conditions I didn't read that we need to start you know uncontracting ourselves from the system if you are say like me or you're not like me or whatever with the whole vaccination shit but I know that this government didn't come this far to not see this out right like they have force they have police they have an army they have weapons I know that this government didn't come this far to stop here and to just drop the mandates drop it all right whatever is coming is coming there is something coming and so for me I do want to remove myself from this system as much as possible I don't want to be stuck in this system when the time comes when it's crumbling or when it's fucking hitting the fan. And so uncontracting myself looks a little bit like um, having a look at my phone. Like I've got this phone and I am going to wait until it dies. And then I'm actually going to get myself a nice camera and I'm going to get an old school phone and then have like Facebook and Instagram for work purposes and coaching, coaching, healing purposes on my laptop. I'm going to remove Instagram and Facebook from my phone. I don't want a phone where they can, even though they can still track me, it's all the the contracts that I've signed up to on this phone. And then as well, cancelling my phone contract and getting a prepaid SIN. Um, Any other debts? So my car, I'm in the process of doing my car up. I'm going to take it to the panel beaters, get it a service, get it detailed. And then I'm going to sell it because I've got, say, what, 12 grand debt there and I don't want that anymore. I just want to buy a secondhand car outright, something that's reliable, easy, will get me from point A to point B, something I can travel in, all of that sort of stuff. So that for me, uncontracting myself from my phone, my car, any kind of debts that I've got going, I don't want it anymore. I'm paying them all off. Um, 
you know, uncontracting yourself can even look like entering, like when you follow someone, you are entering into a contract to see their thoughts and opinions. And if you're going online and you're constantly depressed, constantly anxious from the shit that you're seeing, then you have to have a serious look at who you are following and who you are friends with and uncontract yourself from those people. Unfollow, clear it out, start again if you have to. Delete your whole Instagram and start again. Because if you're going on there and you're not feeling hopeful and like, you know, inspired and excited and like I definitely am seeing shit through the people that I have been connecting with lately of all the bad stuff that's going on in the world. But I know that these people are the people that are not going to stop until we see this through to the end. There is no other like there is no doubt in our minds that what we are doing we will see this through to the end we will ensure that we leave this world a better place than what it was when we came and so that's why I follow those people they can be posting negative stuff but they're the people I see hope in because they post the truth um and then like I guess like energetically uncontracting yourself from any friends and family I know we talked about your relationships but if you're getting nothing like if you are just cut off, if you are made to feel like shit, if anything is, you know, really damaging your energy and you are feeling drained or sick or ill or anxious at the thought of talking to those people, uncontract, like cut it off. You do not owe anyone anything. Again, what I said earlier about being selfish, you need to be selfish with your time and energy. You get one little fucking like blimp in this, on this earth, in this history, and you get to choose what you want to do with that time. Do not let anyone take that away from you. Um, I think that's it. I really, um, don't know. I'll try and piece this shit together. Um, and like, what am I doing? I'm like, I've got a, what's that thing that you do at the end of the episode? You sign off. How do I do that again? Where are my notes? No one knows. Okay, well, it's called an outro and here it is. Um, If there is anything you'd like me to cover in episodes, please let me know on Instagram at buyyourselftheflowers or email me at buyyourselftheflowers at outlook.com. In fact, you can talk to me about bloody anything if you want to. If you're struggling, if you've got a situation that you'd want me to talk about or you want to get advice from me and the followers, my followers, um, fucking send it through. Let's get chatting. Um, and it would also help me out uh, immensely if you could subscribe, um, rate or leave a review or all three, if you're feeling generous on, on whatever platform and by whatever platform, I mean, Spotify only. Um, I would really appreciate it as this is what helps me reach more people to spread the good vibes to. And I really mean that I have had such amazing friends, um, share, and support me and listen to my podcasts. And I appreciate you guys so much. Um, yeah, like it's a bit surreal when you see people post your stuff. It's It makes you feel really good and it makes you feel like you're, you know, you're doing your life's work, your purpose. So yes, um, enjoy the rest of your day. Look after yourself, be a rebel to the system. And I will talk at you next week. <laughs> All right, bye.